This is Sigma Duocast, hosted by Rick and Nate. We talk about a variety of entertainment stuff, but mainly just BS of life in our 30s. Enjoy the show. Descent, cool song. Um, welcome to the cast. We are doing this live on Facebook Live. Um, I am solo dolo yet again as to why my counterpart Nathan Nathaniel forgot his middle name. <laughs> why he's not here, I have no clue. I don't know if he had to take a shit or if he had shit to take care of. Something like that. I don't know. That's all he texted me. He didn't even respond to me. So what are you going to do, right? But it's Monday. And you know what Monday means? Monday we got to record no matter what. You know? For the most part. And it's Memorial Day. Uh, Memorial Day, big time. I had a, I had a good show. I had some topics, you know, brought up and... Uh, I was really, really hoping that uh, Nate was going to join us, but um, last minute, you know, you know how it is. It's that it's that twenty twenty culture. It's COVID, baby. You just say I can't make it. <laughs> That's fucked up. You know, I'm just BSing Nate. If you're listening to this later or whenever, but nah, man, it's gonna be a quick one. It's gonna be a quick one. Um, Episode 41, Memorial Day. You know, uh, I just wanted to chime in on some Memorial Day stuff. You know, first first and foremost, you know, moment of silence for all or for all the men and women who were in the military, um, still are, you know, fought, died for this country. You know, it's a moment for them. 
Um, you know, it's just real quick, brief moment, silence. And then we follow with a uh, Sigma Duocast toast with Terramana. Yeah, man. I got to, you know, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about Memorial Day. Um, it's not just, you know, having to weekend, a warm weekend to barbecue some hamburgers and hot dogs and stuff. Yes, it is. It is definitely cause for celebration. But if you're celebrating it, you know, for the right reasons, you know what I'm saying? Um, as we all know, Sigma Duocas, we're, we're big supporters of the United States military, you know, Marines, Army, Navy, Air Force, Space Force, Coast Guard. I don't know if I'm missing any other agencies, but listen, all of them, you know, we support them. Um, without the men and women, um, who are fighting for our freedom, can't do this kind of crap. I can't be sitting here freely having a podcast or a live cast or whatever the hell, you know, to voice, uh, my, whatever the hell we're talking about, you know, can't do that. Um, and I got, I kind of got a little bit of a. I got a little grief about it and it's not really, it's not about it. It's about people. Um, you know, I, I got some issues with that. Um, and we'll talk about it right now, but for, you know, I don't want to cloud this whole thing again. You know, we're remembering, uh, a lot of people that fought for this country and we go way back world war one, two, you know, um, desert war, Vietnam, you know, uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom, you know, the terrorist attacks we've had, 9-11, and the forces that came after to, you know, find the people and the responsible, a lot of that, man. I mean, there's this, it's all part of us being able to live this life. I mean, it's a trip. If you have any, if you're a military person, you're in the military, went overseas, fought, you'd know, you'd know what I'm talking about. You know, you've seen other countries. You've seen how they live, how they are. Um, and you've seen your brothers and sisters in battle, you know. And really, you know, this day is to really focus and remember those that have fallen. You know, whether it was in, well, really it was, just, you know, when it was just people who were in the military and fought and came back surviving and then passed away, you know, we got old veterans that from the world war uh wars that you know a lot of them don't live in are not living anymore and then you got people that fought that died there while they were there while the the, the shit was going down so you know it's really remember them respect remembrance the whole nine yards so that's one thing that's important you know so if you have uh if you were in the military and you lost one of your one of your brother or sisters, man, hey, I'm so sorry. They fought, you know. Thank you. They they fought and they sacrificed their life for us being able to do the crap we're doing right now. And um, and yeah, 
But my issue, the the grief I got, man, is is uh, is people that take uh, a lot of this freedom, quote unquote freedom, they take it for granted. It trips me out. I don't get it. Um, now, yeah, my my point of view is a little bit. <clears throat> it's a a little more heightened because I have family in the military. Um, you know. Had a my brother was uh, was you know in a war. I think technically too, but you know in our in our lifetime, uh, uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom. You know, is a trip. It was a very weird experience. Um, because you know technology then isn't what it is today, and so. And not let alone, you know, I didn't have the resources to have the best technology. And, you know, social media wasn't really, it was barely kicking off, you know. And it was a trip because the news we would get was literally from the news. I remember my mom and my aunt, they'd be watching whatever news channel had the live updates. And it was just one of those things that was like kind of scary because any given moment, it could have been like Dunzo and we wouldn't have known, you know, not for a little while, you know, they, they get, I don't know how they exactly handle it. If they send anyone to the home or send a letter or whatever the case may be, but it was just so weird. Cause it's like, I'm over here in high school, just living about my life, playing video games, worrying about dumb shit. And, uh, you know, my brother was over there. And any given moment, he could have been perfectly fine or it could have been some heavy duty craps going on, you know. And so, you know, I, I circle back to just the idea that people just don't understand the freedom they have here in America. You know, it's like. Imagine being able to watch well, you don't have to imagine it's probably every day you wake up you know if you're a working person you wake up get ready for work drive to work nice and calm listen to radio drink your coffee go to starbucks whatever it is that you do and then you go through uh go to work you do your eight hours or nine or whatever you work come home dinner watch tv and go to sleep you know in other countries, man, you, you'd be lucky to sleep. You'd be lucky to go to work, go to school peacefully. You'd be lucky to have a place. To live. You'd be lucky to have any of that shit. And you won't get it. You know? You don't. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why other countries hate America. But ultimately, is we protect ourselves. You know, we got those forces. And, you know, a lot of people don't appreciate that. I mean, when we have these wars, like the older wars, world wars, and, um, you know, Vietnam and all that stuff. I mean, these were kids, brothers, mothers, fathers, you know, young people. 
going to war. Some of them didn't have a choice in some of the world and the wars you were enlisted. You had to go, you know, and they sacrificed their lives. I mean, imagine what would, it, how the world would be if like Nazi Germany didn't, like Hitler didn't die. Right. Like he ended up winning. Imagine how the world would be right now. I mean, yeah, we're entering a, a realm of what ifs, but I mean, we've had, you know, fairly good. I don't, I don't know how to say this. I don't want to sound like a asshole, but it's like we've had great success in terms of defending and protecting our country. So people, all the Americans can live the way they live. I mean, I mean, shit. You can literally criticize and hate your own government, your own country, and that's fine. That's okay. It's freedom of speech. That's what you won't fall for. There's other countries you do that shit. You're gone. This ain't no Hollywood, man. You're gone. Like you jail, your tongue gets cut out, you get uh killed, you name it. That's not that's not make belief. I mean, there's countries out there that are like that. You can't say shit about the president. You can't say nothing. I mean, that's why it was a trip. All the crap that going through with uh, with Trump. Put your political sides, put your political beliefs aside. Just the idea of being able to talk and say, and in some cases depict pictures of Trump being killed or whatever the shit. It's like, what the fuck? That's crazy. But hey, you're able to do it. You're able to do it. Ain't nobody messed you up. You know, you didn't go to jail for nothing. Some people might have lost careers or some shit like that. But I mean, that's like a luxury here. But yeah, man, freedom isn't free. And there's a lot that, uh, has gone into it. and all these people, all these uh, service people, service uh, men and women that went through and they fought for that. That's the whole point of Memorial Day, man. Is that these people fought for your right to live freely, to have an apartment, own a car, stream video games, go to the movie theaters, you name it. That shit don't happen just because it happened there's foundations that were established you know and a big foundation is again all the men and people sacrificed their lives in the military it's really what it is i think that's why too the the whole nfl thing was kind of a kind of a, a hit home. It wasn't so much of like uh, social injustice, so to speak. It was more so that the NFL, you know, when the kneeling started happening during the national anthem, it was more so that the NFL was a big supporter of the military branches. You know, it wasn't, yeah, they supported first responders and police, but it was really military. That's really what it was always about. And so when you started to have the kneeling, it wasn't so much that people were getting pissed because of like the message of social injustice and trying to bring that awareness or whatever that is, is the fact that 
for many years we were accustomed, if you're an NFL, active NFL viewer, you were accustomed that the National Day was all based military. It was a military kind of like celebration, right? And that's what it was really focused on. So when we had this kneeling, it was it was more like people were saying like you're disrespecting the men and women that fought for that fight for this country, that fought for this country. You know, and I think that's what really got lost in that whole like debate issue. Um, you know, the people that really got upset about it because they saw it in that retrospect. They did. It wasn't that they knocked the message, even though the message wasn't as clear. Because let's be honest, dude who uh, uh, started all this. What do you call it? Kneeling. I can say his name because there's some over his name. But we all know who I'm talking about. He wasn't clear with this shit, man. He just started kneeling and just started saying some stupid crap. He didn't really do anything to really bring awareness and push for equality and all that crap. You know, if it started off for him as a gimmick and then he doubled down and he had to keep going. But that's really what it came came through. I mean, that's why, like, when Drew Brees released his thing, his thing wasn't about injustice or anything. It was about, you know, he was talking about his grandfather and stuff, military people. So that's really that's really what it was. You know, that that is really, really what it was. It was really about just the military. Um but yeah, man. I don't know. I just I just feel like listen, man, if you if you guys if you're not too in depth with the military, you're not too in depth with that stuff, you know, you don't really fully appreciate your freedom of what you're able to do just go outside and realize what you can do go outside when you drive to work realize that you're able to do that peacefully go to wherever you got to go and you're good right other countries you can't do that and that all started you know through the course the foundation of what what we've gone through so that's it, man. That's my little little rant on that thing. I just kind of, kind of gripes me. I think, um, and, and, you know, hold on. I'm even gonna, I'm not even gonna leave it yet. What's what's kind of grind, you know, griping me a little bit is the fact that this current generation of young adults, I guess we can say, they're not getting that. I think we're we're losing that. And that's a little frustrating because it makes you wonder, yeah, we haven't had a war since, but imagine if another war kicks off, something just pops off, you know, I don't think there's enough people in America that have, you know, that can sustain being in the military, being in the military, you know? So it just trips me out. It's just this. There's just a lack of of uh, understanding of just how free you really are on what you can do, and and like I said, that that lack of uh, appreciation towards it. But um, earlier, what was his name? What was the actor's name? Chris Pratt. He like posted a thing, and people got a little crazy. But if you follow Chris Pratt on uh, Instagram he put he put a cool he, he said it pretty good 
he said it really well um honoring you know the, the true meaning of memorial day honor uh, paying tribute to veterans and stuff like that um I don't know, man. It's just, I don't know. It's just one of those things, man. It just trips me out. Like, people don't realize. I know I've said it so many times already, but it's just, I think people just don't realize how free we are. And I'm sitting here, I'm thinking about it. Like, I'm literally sitting here, some of you guys watching, if you're listening to this, you know, it's like, it's just so crazy how I'm able to do this crap. I couldn't be, I couldn't be able to do this anywhere else, you know, without being censored or crap like that. But anyways, yeah, that's my little thing there. But, um, I just want to say, like I said, um, I pay respect, full honor to everyone who served, currently serving, did serve, uh, still alive, unfortunately fallen past, you know, my ha- my hats are off to you guys all. You guys, uh, male, female, whatever, you guys are top notch. I mean, without without you, uh, we wouldn't be where we're at as a country. Or being able to do what we want in this country. Where we're at as a country, that's a whole different damn story, man. <laughs> As a whole different answer. And I think, and like I said, I think it pays, goes back to just realizing how free we are. I mean, the, the crap that people get away with can bitch about or whatever the case may be. Oh my God, I got to be confined to my house. You know, when COVID started, like, oh, I got to be confined to my house. I don't want to wear a mask, this and this. It's like, pff, really? Like, Okay. Like, what is it? The first world problems. Like, for real. So, anyways. But, again, happy Memorial Day. I celebrated yesterday. Um, actually, the last two days I had the weekend off. Barbecued both days. Did the, uh, did the uh, what do you call it? Um, burgers and hot dogs on, uh, on uh, Saturday. Took a couple shots for... Uh, you know the military marines army that's about it (laughs) no no you know space force gotta give it up to space force who else oh yeah navy and army no i'm just playing um no i took some shots you know just uh respect um i don't you know the only people i know like i said i got family members I, i personally wasn't in the military but um a lot of family members in there and you know, I don't, I don't know too many stories, and I don't press for stories because that's fucking rude. You know, that's rude. Don't ask. Don't ever ask a military person who's been to war, who's seen the shit, asking them questions. Oh, what did you see? What's the craziest shit? You know, don't be disrespectful. Come on now. But I, I know. I know. Like for example, I know my brother's seen some shit. You know, my cousin. So I don't ask, but I get it. I let my, uh, uh, I guess you can say I let my imagination do the work, but you know I don't want I don't want to I don't, I would I would not want anyone to experience anything like that. But some people got to do the job, and those are the people we remember, the ones that paid the uh, the ultimate price. But at the same time, it's the 
price that we that we is the is 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 the you know the change we get so to speak. Um, it's our due diligence to respect that. And then on Sunday, I went ahead and we did a you know Mexicano barbecue and I had the carne asada, some pollo, and then we put up a swimming pool, big ass swimming pool. Well, mainly mainly my wife did, but I she got the ground and everything ready. I got a I helped set it up. I think it was a pain in the ass, by the way. Matter of fact, I just got done swimming a little bit. I'm starting to get a I'm starting to get some uh, some more brown on me. I'm a light skinned Mexican, but I can darken up pretty quick. <laughs> I gotta be a lobster first, though. <laughs> oh shit, that's terrible. But it's true. Shit, I remember one time, uh, first time went to Comic-Con. It was uh, me, my wife, I think my I, my youngest son was like a baby. And then we went with my cousin, his wife, and his kid, and then my brother. And uh, we went, and I don't know what beach. There's somewhere in San Diego, but we, we stopped at a beach. It was like, because we had to wait, you know, we couldn't go too early to get the room. Or we just arrived super early. And we go to the beach, and me and my brother just fucking go hard, you know, go in the water. We're over here acting like we're fucking point break, you know what I'm saying? Fucking Keanu Reeves and shit. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. And we're out there just doing our thing. And, uh, like, pendejos, you know, we didn't put no sunscreen in. We're light-skinned, you know, we didn't put no sunscreen or nothing. And next thing you know, we're fucking red. We're, we are lobsters. And that's how we spent Comic-Con. That was like the first day. So we were, we had, at the time, we had, what, five, the five-day pass, including pre-review night or something. And so we were burning our, we were so uncomfortable. Once we got our rooms, we had to, like, go and to the nearby, like, CVS or Rite Aid or something, Walgreens, and get, like, hella, like, the, the cream for your back, you know, lotion, you name it, man. Like, we did what we could because it sucked. And then what sucked even more is like, so it wasn't so bad when we were in the building, but we wanted to get into Hall H and Hall H at Comic-Con is like the best. That's like, that's like, we're like, you see all the best previews, you know, you know, they'll have the panel with all the A-list celebrities that go the whole nine yards. Right. But in order to get in there, you know, we had to wait in the line and the damn line was outside and we didn't know that for one. We didn't know it was outside. We're like, I mean, once we got there, we're like, oh, we're going to wait. Okay, no big deal. We're like, hey, maybe we'll be in the line for like an hour. Man, hell no. We were in this line for like a couple hours, like four, five hours, six hours. Almost wasted the whole damn day. And it got to a point where we were wanted to get out of line, but we had already waited like two hours and we've moved fairly decent. We we're just like, nah, man, we can't get out. We've already invested too much into this shit. <laughs> but the whole time, there's like really no shade. We're over here like, you know, a fanning our shirts, pulling them away from our body because we were just fucking burning. Oh my God. It was so dreadful and it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome because, you know, we met, we, we, we uh, met friends. I think at the time we were two, we were trying to go in so we can see, I think it was the first Iron Man. Cause it was in 08, I think when we went our first time and we went to go see, uh, uh, we were hoping to see Iron Man. Like, that's really what I wanted to see. But at that point, I was like, well, whoever's playing, we'll go see it. And so we went and then we got in right when like Avatar was starting or something like that. And so we got to see like Avatar, um, that one, that Terry Gilliam movie 
with uh, the like Heath Ledger's final movie where he like filmed half of it and uh Colin Farrell, Jude Law and uh Johnny Depp had to come in and like finish the rest. Um Damn, I can't remember what else, but there was a couple other ones. And it was cool though, because like every between every like thing, you know, we just kind of crept up closer and closer and closer and it was cool. It was a fun experience, you know. Although it sucked at the time, like I'm glad it it, it happened the way it happened because it was just a cool experience and some I'll never forget. But uh best believe anytime I go to the beach now, especially when there's like a Comic Con or some type of special event, if I'm going to the beach beforehand, sunscreen. Gotta do the sunscreen. <laughs> Cause I'll tell you right now, we were some big open dehels with that. Oh my goodness. But uh but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh it was fun, it was good times and and stuff like that. I think we even got to visit like uh, one of the military bases down there. I know we got to I forgot what it was, man. And my brother's probably gonna be pissed that I forgot, but we got to go in one of the um Oh my goodness, what was it called? It was like a naval ship, but it's it, they converted into like a museum. It was actually a really cool experience. Um, let me see if I can look it up real quick. But um, it was cool because we got to go on there. Was it the USS Midway? Yeah, I think that's what it was. The USS Midway. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. So we got to, uh, we did a tour. It's like a museum. It's converted to a museum now, but we did a tour on on that. And it was cool. That was a pretty cool experience seeing, like, what uh, what naval people had to deal with and stuff like that. It's a trip. I, I can't do confined spaces, man. And then you're just out in the middle of the ocean. Whew, forget it. Get it. I'll have a volleyball with me just in case. Need my Wilsons. But, you know. Uh, what else went down? Uh, Thursday, this past Thursday, went to the movies. Uh, third time, I think, I went to the movies during during COVID. Tenet, Godzilla vs. Kong. And this one, I went to go see A Quiet Place Part 2. Took the whole family. IMAX. It's the best way to do it. And, um, hey, I got to tell you, man, Quiet Place Part 2 was really good. I liked it. Jump scares and everything. If you enjoyed the first one, you'll like the second one. I won't go into spoilers or anything, um, but uh, it's uh, it's uh, it was really good. It definitely, um, I think it benefited it from the weights of COVID. Um, kind of, maybe. Um, as far as like the hype on it and as far as performance in the box office, it, it did fairly well. This was like a very big successful box office. I think it opened up with 48 million, uh, including today, probably getting close to 56 million. If you guys don't know this about me, I'm a big box office nut. Why fucking useless information doesn't benefit in any way. I don't see any of the dollars. Yep, absolutely. But for whatever reason, I like it. I think again, this is something that I think my brother got me into. Because this dude used to always get like Entertainment Weekly magazines. Again, we didn't have internet and shit like that. So we'd have to get a magazine and it would have like the t- box office. And this dude, I don't know why, but this dude would always like go on this like old ass computer that we had that barely did anything. And he would like record this uh, information. 
what the hell he did with the information and why he I have no goddamn clue, but it got my attention as far as like looking at box office performances and everything. It was so funny. I'm so into like the box office thing that I was explaining it to my wife, how like, you know, the percent drops, you know, estimated preview nights, how it goes into Friday and then you have the drops from Friday and then you have, this is how you come up with the projection. Like I gave her the whole, like kind of like the equation and, and how to do it. Cause she's like, how do people, how can people even tell how much a movie's going to make? And it was just, you know, and I broke it down for her. And so we were going through it and I was like, yeah. So I gave her like this hypothetical, like if this movie may, if the quiet place part two does this and this and this and this, you know, it's going to have, and I shit you guys not, you guys could ask her. She'll tell you, she'll 100%, you know, put it. I literally said, because at the time they were saying the movie was going to make 30 million, could make anywhere from 30 million to 50 million. And after I was explaining to her, I told her, you know, broke it down percent wise and did the the math a little bit. I said, um, if it does this much on Friday, it's going to make 48 million. I shit you not. I said 48 million, three days. And sure enough, uh, the updated projection yesterday was 48 million. And I was like, bam, nailed it. Again, I don't know why I know this shit, but I mean, that's a true story. You could ask her. I literally showed her the, I was, I was doing the math all right there and I broke it down and I said 48 million. So, but yeah, I don't know, but it was a good movie. If you like the first one, you like the second one. Um, the first, the very beginning of the movie, it's like the very first day when all this happens, so you get a little bit of world building, pretty cool. Um, and then it goes and it literally takes off from where the last one, cause the last one kind of ended abruptly, right? It was like, they found out how to kill the monster and they're like, okay, you know, we know what we got to do. And then she like, uh, Emily Blunt's character who like cocks the shotgun and then like, boom, it just cuts to black and the credits are rolling. Well, this one literally like continues from when she cocked the shotgun and then, um, and then it goes from there. Um, we get a, a new character, Killian Murphy. And a lot of people don't know that's how you pronounce his name. It's, you know, C-I-L-L-I-N. And a lot of people say Cillian. It's Killian. I learned that from watching him in Peaky Blinders. And he did an interview. And the interviewer asked, uh, said his name. And I was like, what? That's how you say it this whole fucking time? Damn. Stupid over here, bro. But, uh. Uh, I like that actor. He's a great actor and uh, super glad he was in the movie. And he did a fantastic job. I mean, if there's anyone that had to replace John Krasinski, you know, to be a male character in the film, uh, I'm glad it was him. He did a fantastic job. Um, And it was cool that they did a little more world building and everything. But uh, the movie does end very open, I can say. Um Ideally, Krinsky has plans to make a third one, so he can, uh, so he can do a f- just a complete trilogy of a Quiet Place. Um, I'm sure they'll redub the first one, part one, and then number two or number three will be just be part three. Um, but it all depended on how the movie is going to do in the box office, in which it looks good. It's looking good, so hopefully. Uh, it continues that and it's enough for them to greenlit a third one and then they'll uh, hopefully get busy with that pretty soon and we'll be able to see it next year or the year after. Um, if you haven't seen it, it is exclusively in theaters right now um, for the next 45 days or I guess now 40, 41, 42 days. Um, it will be appearing in Paramount Plus, the streaming service from Paramount. Something else you got to pay for. 
Um, so if you don't want to go to the movies just yet because of COVID or whatever other reasons you have, you don't want to go to the movie theaters, um, you can wait till then and you can stream it on there. It's like mid July or something like that. Otherwise just wait till it comes out on Blu-ray, but I'd watch it in theaters. It was, it's like, um, I would recommend IMAX if you can, cause it was, it was highly sus- suspenseful. And then the blend of like when it's quiet and when it's loud, it was pretty, uh, it's pretty cool. It's a lot more action in this one than the, the first one. Uh, they had no, you know, they didn't hold back in terms of showing what's going down. But, um, yeah, good movie. Uh, rating. I'd have to give it. In ah, man, I don't want to be like that person or that magazine or whatever that just gives high ratings all the time. But I mean, I really enjoyed this movie. My kid was sucked into this movie. Both of them were really just like on the edge of their seat. It was it's, I, when a movie can do that to my kids. You know, my six year old, my twelve year old, then great success. But um, you know, it, I would say. You know, I'm going to give it a 9. A 9 out of 10. I I enjoyed it. I think uh, the characters had purpose. I mean, there wasn't really anything stupid. I mean, there was a couple, like, those traditional cliche horror movies, like, oh, you know, I got to go back, or I got to go do this, and it's like, don't do that, and then you're fucking gonzo. Like, come on. Um, There was a few moments where it was, like, kind of predictable, like, you knew what's going to happen, but then some of them, they flipped the script on you and you're like, Oh, I guess not. And then boom, there it is. Um, so yeah, no, I would give it, I think nine is, is a fair score. Um, I, like I said, I heavily enjoyed it. If I think the nine is a really good score. If you really like the first one, if you didn't care for the first one, then I don't know, knock three points off my score then. If, and that's if you didn't like the first one, A Quiet Place. If you thought it was okay, like, oh, it was a cool movie, enjoyed it, mm, then knock a knock one point. But if you really enjoyed the movie, it's a nine. I'd give it a nine. But um, it's good. I liked it. Uh, we got some other big movies coming up this month in the theaters. But uh, I probably won't go see any of them in theaters. Um, Conjuring would have been the next one, which comes out this Friday. Um, but it's HBO Max. So I was like, you know what? I'd rather just watch it at home. Because, you know, I'll tell you what, too. Like, the experience that we had watching A Quiet Place Part 2 in IMAX Thursday night, 8 p.m., it was cool. Our row was completely empty. It was just us. There was quite a few people there, but everyone was very respectful in terms of sound, noise. No one made, no one talked, nothing like that. So that's welcoming. But, again, that's because I, we always go to the movies on Thursdays. Like, I cannot go to the movies on a weekend. Friday, Saturday, or, um, excuse me, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, I can't do it. Won't go. I won't go to the movies. Like, honest to God, I I, I will do my damnedest to not go. And this is even before COVID. It's just in general. It's just my own personal rule. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, any time of the day, can't go. Won't do it. Maybe Friday, if it's, like, early in the morning, like back then when they did like 10 a.m. screenings, maybe only because Friday it's still a technically a workday school day. Uh, I would go, but evening on a weekend on a movie theater, forget about it. 
But I, that's why we always go Thursday. Like, if I'm going to go to the movies, it's going to be a Thursday, the preview, whatever the hell they want to call it, the night before showing, Thursday night showing. That's the only time I go to the movies. Unless the movie's been out for a while, and then I'll go during the week in the morning. But, yeah, I can't do the weekends. That's that's a, that's a no-go for me. Unless that's, like, literally the only, 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 only option I have. Like, I'd miss the chance to watch it Thursday, and... People want to go Saturday, and if I don't go that Saturday and I'm not going any other time, then okay, I guess we can go. <laughs> but, yeah. Other than that, um, I got a new Lego set. I haven't really spoke, talk, what do you say? I haven't really talked about Lego in my uh, in these uh, episodes, but I got a new Lego set. It's uh, the biggest Marvel Lego set that they've done, uh, Daily Bugle from Spider-Man. I'm still building it as soon as I'm done with this and uploading it to Anchor so you guys can listen on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as you are now. Um, I'll be finishing this thing. So if you guys want to see, I'll post a picture on our personal Instagram, Facebook once it's completed. But um, if you want to see like the progress, you can go to my personal Instagram, uh, link7lp. And on there I have... Uh, I've been putting like, you know, I think I've done two posts so far, but it's like eight pictures or something like that, nine pictures. And it just kind of shows the progression of it. It's pretty cool. Like I'm totally digging this. I need to get my Lego city build going. Like, like what you see in Lego city world or Lego city. What the hell did I just said? Lego movie. I was thinking of Lego city and then I was thinking of the Lego movie. And then I was thinking of, uh, the Lego movie world that just opened up in Legoland and I just blended all the shit together. That's what Lego city world. <laughs> oh my goodness. Bonehead. Um, but yeah, if you're in the, the Lego movie at uh, the, when it goes to the real life, the live action part, and you see Will Fernie has this little like town. I can make like a small part of that. Um, I have enough Lego to do that. But, uh, but yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty interesting. But anyways, yeah, like I said, guys, today was just going to be a quick one. I'm going to be uh, taking off. Uh, thank you for joining me today, whether it was live or if you're listening to me now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. Um, again, Solo Dolo Part 2. Might as well go for the trilogy. I mean, we did A Quiet Place Part 2. Why not go Solo Dolo Part 3? Um they couldn't join me today. I don't know why. Sucks. We would have had a great conversation talking about Memorial Day and, and uh, you know, the cost for freedom, you know. Um, but I don't know. He didn't come through. So, but thank you guys for, uh, like I said, listening, supporting us. Uh, we'll definitely need to get, uh, I'll need to get more involved with social media and stuff, man. I've been slacking. That's my apologies. Um, it's been, it has been a little difficult, but I mean, I still got things I want to do, things brewing. So hopefully, uh, we'll get everything back and in, in play where we're constantly posting, doing some more things. Um, but you can definitely, definitely still count on us every Monday. We'll have an episode for sure. Monday nights when the moon is bright. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm I'm feeling this mana right now, Terramana. I put three shots in this fucking drink. That's why, if you notice, you can't really see it. 
obviously you can't if you're listening you can't see it but in the i can't even show you really in the if you're watching me live let me see no you can't really see i haven't even drank that much from it because it's fucking strong as hell but you know what i'm gonna kill it i'm gonna kill this thing because you know i need to sleep like a baby tonight but um but no we'll definitely get that going hey you know what june 15 let's see if california opens up if it does fantastic um i'll definitely want to plan some cons go out there and you know do little meet and greets to uh other folks, raffles, giveaways, a lot of things we want to, a lot of things that we have in play, you know, so we can be kind of like the, the cool kids, how they handle social media and all this crap. Um, we'll get there. Uh, but in the meantime, you know, your guys' support, your listening, uh, interactions when we do these lives, most, most appreciated. Thank you for that. Um, and then, you know, Memorial Day, man. Uh, if you have anyone in the military or know anyone in the military or anything like that, hey, pay them respects. Uh, even if they was like your sibling or cut friend, cousin, family member, whatever, hey, just tell them, hey, man, thank you. And to all your, you know, brothers and sisters in the military, in the arms, thank you. You know, don't ask what happened over if they went been in war. Don't ask what happened. It's disrespectful. You know, they might have lost people, might have not. Either way, they've been in some shit, they've, been, they've seen it, and just understand that what they are doing, what they do for us, even though there's no wars going on right now or nothing like that, we still have people that are willing to put their lives ahead of, you know, their own for their, for all of us, you know, not just for their families, for all of us, to be able to do what we do, to be able to record and do this crap, what I'm doing, for you to be able to sleep Go to work, go to school, play video games, go to the park, fuck around, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? What you're able to do right now, it's uh, it's it's not a necessarily it's not a privilege or anything like that. It's it's you know it's not expected or anything like that. It's it's earned, um, not through us by others, and we got to respect that. Got to be humble about it. So, anyways, thank you guys for joining appreciate it have a good day have a good week i hope you guys are doing well and until next time all right party's over everyone go home That's this week's episode of Sigma Duocast. Catch us next week on another episode. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to like and follow our social media pages like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, subscribe to our YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcast channels. What is that? How do you learn to talk like that? We've learned our languages through the World Wide Web. Until next time, stay safe, and thanks for tuning in. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.